Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Hello and welcome to the So Help Me Toddcast. Just kidding. Uh, this isn't that podcast, but someday I will make that show, that podcast. About, remake the show. We're going to, yeah, so help me merge boot. Um, yeah, this was the first uh, week where So Help Me Todd uh, came after Survivor. Yes, tonight. and it was also the first week for, for keen-eyed watchers and listeners of this show. My, my The commercial I'm typically in played, but they cut out my part. Yeah. That was uh, that really sent you on a tailspin. Well, it would have sent me more on a tailspin if that happened, and then Carolyn got out. <laughs> yeah, that would have uh, been the icing on the cake. Yeah, I'm. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm just worried about my residuals. I don't really give a fuck either way. I just want my fucking money. Well, I I think what we saw tonight was the shorter version of the commercial. Yeah, I just wish they cut someone else out. Yeah, not you. Fucking race car driver, not me. I'm the most important part of that commercial. Well, I think the cars driving are the most important. No, it's a car commercial. No, Um, you don't drive a car. So for the no, I I am the car dealer. I give the keys to the drivers. Um, Here, I did audition to play one of the drivers, though. Anyway, here is. the behind-the-scenes stories. This is for only for our Canadian listeners. That that um, it's a Subaru commercial. It's a Subaru commercial. I play a Subaru dealer in the commercial. It's, it's not in America. They don't have Subarus. No, I would be getting a lot more money in in residuals if that was playing in America. None of you Americans have Subarus. I guess. I, I guess they just. I think it is like a Subaru Canada branded commercial, even in the commercial. Anyway, um, so here's just the behind-the-scenes story. I play a. Subaru dealer, and they gave me a name tag yeah. to put on for this Subaru commercial. And I'm wearing my own suit in it. But uh, they gave me a, a Subaru dealer name tag that said Gene Jones on it. <laughs> so I'm thinking I could be their A&W guy. <laughs> right. Subaru spokesman Gene Jones. Yes, <laughs> isn't that? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I mean it's a good name, Gene Jones. Yeah, I feel I, like my backstory is as I have a. I, if they made me talk ever, I would have a French Canadian accent. Yeah, look, look out, call me Fitz. There's a new dealership comedy in yeah, town. Yeah, look out. So help me, Todd. <laughs> so help me, Gene Jones is coming. Call me. So help me, Gene. <laughs> Uh, but I've never actually seen you in that commercial, Joel, because I usually have my head down during the commercials. But every time it comes on, either uh, one of my roommates or whoever I'm watching the hockey game will be like, there's Joel, and I'll look up, and then... I'm I'm only in it for like two seconds. I, I miss you. Which my it's... uncle pointed out to me. <laughs> yeah, like somebody said, Joel, you're in a commercial. That's awesome. He goes, Yeah, he's in two seconds of a commercial. Isn't that awesome? Like, okay, thank you, Uncle. <laughs> really, just why, uh, why are you taking me down a peg at Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, I hope he doesn't listen. Uh, <laughs> doubtful. Why? Why you take him down a peg? Yeah, I'm taking him down. I've, I've, he kind of scares me, so I don't take him down a peg. So <laughs> you, it only felt like you were at two seconds of our Thanksgiving dinner, there, buddy. Yeah. Um, this is now therapy for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for listening to our Subaru podcast. Well, I mean, you, Joel, as we're seeing, are an emotional podcaster, much yeah. like our favorite player. Carolyn is an emotional player. Yeah, exactly. So did you feel like you relate to her in that way? Yeah, definitely. The way I just, I loved, like, was it last week? I wasn't here to talk about it, but I loved her just openly saying that she was mad at people. <laughs> <laughs> I all, I also think that Jeff was trying to make her mad at him when he made her mad last week. Yeah. I think he wanted her to be mad at him when he said that gets more sleep thing. Um, and it worked. It, it was... A great moment, and Carolyn once again, by not saying much, this this tribal had a made that made the tribal council very tense. Her and I, we were both getting worried. Yeah, that it was we going to be her. We were super worried this episode, even though everything told me that Carolyn wasn't going home. The fact that the next time on last week mentioned Carolyn, the fact that throughout but, the episode, but sometimes they, were they saying Carolyn, yeah, but sometimes they do. End up sending the person home who was in the, who is the name in the next time on. Yeah, it just didn't feel like there was much of a swerve. But in my heart, I was like, I were, I, I think we might lose her here. Mm, yeah, and we were scared. Jam Jam was playing that tribal council very odd. It was odd, and that's what was really sending Carolyn for a loop, which and, was very entertaining to watch. And, and I, it was sending us for a loop. I was. I was like, what is going on? I I wanted Carolyn to stand up and start whispering. I just wanted it to change if it was going to change. Yeah, throughout this episode, we were thinking, oh, it's either uh, Lauren or Jam Jam. And then we were thinking, oh, when's Lauren won? We are like, oh, it's either Jamie or Jam Jam. We really were kind of expecting it to turn around on him based mm-hmm. off of how much he was, I guess, saying Carolyn's name and mm-hmm. talking so confidently. That felt a little bit wonky. So I, I don't know. We we were all over the place for this episode, and that's what made it so entertaining. I think it was it was a good episode. It wasn't like a. There's no crazy. I kind of wanted this is this is what I wanted early on in the episode. I wanted uh, Carson and Carolyn to vote for Jamie or Lauren or who because this was before the idol uh, the, the the individual immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to vote for one of those girls. Jam Jam to vote for one of his three, and then the three girls vote for Jam Jam. Yeah. They do the three, two. That would have been really entertaining, but I don't think Lauren and Jamie are good enough players to figure that out. Or uh, Heidi, definitely not. Yeah, we we saw Heidi with another uh, classic bungle. There's there's never... (laughs) Has there been someone that's found this many advantages and just constantly bungle them up? Yeah. Well, yes, I'm sure there is. There there probably is. But just to have the numbers advantage going in, to have um, the unprecedented uh, power of um, seeing Matt go home and not wanting, or that's, I'm still not clear on that. To having the numbers last week. And it just it, well, it was, I, I just I think if there's a dominant alliance, it's very often that the the worst player of that alliance makes it to the end. And I think just like 
Her playing is just cementing herself as the no vote finalist. But yeah, I mean, sure, the worst player, but she was also kind of the leader of that. <laughs> it was like her and Danny were pretty much. A, I guess you could say Danny was more of the leader, sure, mm-hmm. but he, she was her, his number two at the very least. Danny was her number two. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Either, either, or they were they were a tight two, and mm-hmm. they were kind of. Leading that more so, even though it just kind of got all dysfunctional after Matt left. But anyway, before we start going into this episode further, we didn't have you here last week. No. And there's a big, important moment that everyone's going to want to hear your opinion on. And you got exactly the right face for for that. You want me to get my, you want to get my fucking opinion? Okay, is that what you want? You want my fucking opinion on Danny's De Niro, huh? Yeah, and now I'm just as uncomfortable as Jeff was in that moment. You, you Dannying to me? <laughs> you probesting to me? You snuffing my torch? Yeah, so uh, it was very exciting for me, but I do agree that it was a cringy moment. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff was uncomfortable about it. Anything where it's like... My friends wanted me to do this, so I have to do it. <laughs> you got to do the De Niro thing. If I ever go on Survivor, don't make me do that. I also was sensing a a madness from Jeff. That he's like, oh, so you told your fucking friends that you were going on Survivor. You're supposed to keep it a fucking secret. Oh, yeah. You talking? I didn't even catch that. They yeah. probably slapped him with a fine. They probably beat the shit out of him. They probably beat the living... That's why he was wearing that poncho to cover yeah. up all, all the bruises, bruises on yeah. his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Jeff just pummeling him. Yeah, um, yeah that, was, that was pretty neat. We did not see anything of the like from Jamie, which was pretty disappointing. Um, I would have loved for her to pull out, you know, a Ellen Barkin impression. Or, uh, I don't know, Edie Falco impression. All would have been good. An Ellen impression, even. She, like, danced her way over there oh, and was yeah. like, hey, Jeff, uh, or something <laughs> like that, you know? That would be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good Ellen impression. Hey, uh, Jeff, don't look me in the eye. <laughs> don't you look me in the eye, and uh, I will yell at you behind the scenes. Yeah, that's good. That's a good Ellen, right? <laughs> um, Yeah, so, honestly... I love celebrity impressions. They're funny, but uh, I like when there's a joke behind them. And Danny really bungled that. He didn't. He didn't have. He wasn't like this is De Niro if he worked at McDonald's. <laughs> well, he did De Niro if his uh, torch was getting snuffed. What if De Niro played Survivor? Sure, I get it. You snuffing my torch? You snuffing my torch? That's pretty good. Honestly, yeah, I'm turning around on it. Yeah. It's pretty good. And obviously, Danny, I think, is Italian. So, obviously, De Niro is very meaningful to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he didn't do a Pacino. Maybe if he comes back, he can do a Pacino. Oh, yeah, that would be good. You got a great torch. <laughs> yeah, what if he says that uh, Jeff has a great ass? You got a great ass, Jeff, and my head's all the way up it. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, well, we did see uh, Danny doing uh, De Niro a couple times throughout the season. Um, I I assume that that's what everyone had to deal with, and that was the behind the scenes of why they wanted him out so bad. We need, I, I don't want to play with De Niro anymore. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't use that moment to 
uh, cross promote that new Sebastian Montescalo uh, comedy with Robert De Niro. What's it called? About my father? Yeah, it's something um, like that. Yeah, I saw that trailer last night at the drive-in. Oh yeah, were you excited? You were like, yeah, daddy. Well, that that trailer gives away everything. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, but uh, they're like. Uh, I don't know that that movie's uh, that movie's weird. It's really playing up. Um, it feels like, and this is coming from an Italian person. Mm. It feels Cody like Cranio. it's yeah, Cody Cranio. <laughs> um, it feels like it's really pulling or like pulling for Italian being like its own race. Mm. Like a lot of the jokes in it towards it are like. They're going to blame it on us because we're Italians. Right? Well, I will say the Italian culture is pretty specific. It's, it's And I think Danny is among them. That's why he says oh, it's got to be De Niro. Well, it's funny when you have this Italian culture movie like about my father and or whatever it's called. And De Niro is playing the dad. So they can't be constantly referencing De Niro, as I assume many Italian families do. Yeah, we do. Always talking about De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> The way my uncle talks about my commercial, you guys always bring up yeah. De Niro. In your family, yeah. that's a big yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, Within your culture, yeah. it's the Subaru commercial mm-hmm. with you in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to today's episode. We get back from Tribal, and uh, it's a lot of talk about Carolyn's idol play and uh, how she found the idol and what she did with the uh, bird cage and all this stuff. And uh, it's juxtaposed with. Jam Jam being like, Carolyn, why are you talking about this? Everybody's figuring out that you're a threat, blah, blah, blah. And it's very funny. It's like we're in the final five. It's like, yes, Carolyn's a threat. Carson's a threat. Jam Jam's a threat. One of these three people is making it to the end. Likely one of them is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, not not likely. It's whoever of the Tika three is in the end, they're going to win. It's certain. Yeah, yes. it, it's certain at this point. No one's voting for... Heidi, maybe there's an off chance that Lauren gets a vote. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, th- I mean, Danny may vote for Heidi at the end, too. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. Um, I don't know, though. Yeah, it, it all depends. I think the only way that there's two Tikas at the end is if uh, Tika wins fire, mm-hmm. first of all. Uh, I mean, we'll get to predictions at the end, I guess. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. So yeah, we start off with um, with with Carolyn telling this story, which I agree yeah. with Jam Jam is not a great move. Yeah, and Carolyn, and it's kind of opened everybody's eyes in that moment of being like, oh, Carolyn's not just this crazy person that's rambling. She knows what she's talking about, and she and she, they're kind of seeing what we saw this entire season that Carolyn's a player and that she's a great strategist. Even though I will say that. Our logo designer, Nick, has been really on my ass, chewing me out, saying that Carolyn is terrible and a terrible strategist and bad at the game. And it's driving me insane because I, I, don't, I don't understand it. She, she's clearly so self-aware. Mm-hmm. And then I was getting a lot about how her move, her move last week uh, wasn't great, that she completely blew her idol because she didn't have to use it. I don't think it was bad. 
I think that that was completely showed to the jury that she kept it secret all that time. Mm -hmm. And it also solidified, yes, if Carson stays, I'm responsible for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm leading this. Mm -hmm. And we can't trust these people. And the fact that they voted with us, that means that they made the wrong move. (laughs) And she survived this week somehow. I don't know. I mean, uh, she obviously has the relationships to make it through the final six vote. Um, I think, I think Jam Jam not voting for Carolyn had maybe a lot to do with, uh, Carson and Heidi being strong on voting for Jamie. Yeah. I think that as it's three, three, especially with Carson in this episode, if Carson would have voted out Carolyn here, I think that would have been a huge mistake. Even though we did hear from Carolyn in this episode that she knows she has to take Carson out. But it needs to be next week. It can't be this week. Yeah. Because she needs to split up Jamie and Lauren, which was also very smart, very self-aware, and the right move, too. But for Carson to go into voting out Carolyn, who is a potential ally at least, Uh Jam Jam's going to be the only one protected out of those two if they go with Lauren and Jamie. Like, Lauren and Jamie are going to go with Jam Jam and vote out Carson, no problem. It's it's likely, yeah, It's it, it, it may also have to do with that, that, like, this final six vote, we get out Jamie, and then there's still threats around, like, Carson and Carolyn are the two big threats, and, J- and Jam Jam can take a step away and be, like, work with uh, Lauren and Heidi. Yeah, and, and I mean... We really have not seen Lauren and Heidi working together, even when they should. So I, yeah. I don't even think we're going to see it going forward. Um, the one thing that Heidi had going for her was that she had an idol in her pocket. And for some reason, her, or I guess her paranoia just got away on her here. Yeah. <laughs> Played her idol, which she didn't need to she at all. To. I don't, But I don't think she'll need it in Final Five. No, I, I think that she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she... She was playing she was playing emotionally. Like we all talk about how Carolyn's the emotional player, but Heidi was the one being like pulling a jam jam, you vote for me, you get voted out type deal. Yeah. And I guess uh because maybe some listeners will be like, Well, what's the difference between Carolyn playing her idol on Carson when he didn't need it necessarily and Heidi doing it? Heidi, it's just a bad read. Heidi's a really bad read. Well, it well her playing the idol was a bad read, I think. Yeah. Where Carson was getting votes last week. They weren't sure if they were being double played. Mm-hmm. They knew where the votes were going. And, you know, just as at, at the very least as a safety thing, it was good to play. I mean, obviously, maybe at the very least next week, she'll be very, she'll wish she had an idol. But now there's two idols re-hidden, likely. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. At least one. I I think I don't think one got rehidden when Carolyn no used it because that was a part of the original three idols and they don't rehide those. They just hide the one. Yeah. The merge idol. So I think now there will be an idol next week. Okay. So like uh, sorry, going back to the beginning of the episode. Carolyn telling the story. I mean, what else is she supposed to do? They're asking her. Um but she's just 
letting it all out, you know, and people are being like, oh, wow, she's smart as fuck. She's not that we, uh, we, we were dunking on her, like putting the X on the birdcage and all that stuff. It, it seemed a little janky and stuff, but she was doing it. She was playing it. She was trying to make the fake idol be, be found, you know, yeah, whether it was consequential or not. Um, obviously there's, <laughs> there's the, uh, more down the middle way to play that, which is what Danny did. Right. Yeah. Um, and I guess what Matt did with, making his own fake idol. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love how Lauren mentioned it in this episode too, talking about Carolyn when they're all looking for the idol saying like, there's never been a player like Carolyn in this. That, yeah. That wears her heart on her sleeve right now and, and seems so lost, but is also a master strategist. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's true. It's true. It is completely true. Car- that's what makes Carolyn so special. And, probably brought fear to a lot of people listening to this too that she would go home because she she's completely making this season she's in my opinion just the kind of as much as you can ask for out of a survivor player like one of the bigger characters we've seen in a long time yeah yeah and i i think i would i mean i was like thinking wow she's gonna go home it's gonna be like shan and jesse shan and slash or jesse going home yeah is this is Carolyn the next Rupert level survivor star? I mean, if she wins, I mean, if she wins, it'll be slightly different. But it, I, I do think she has an uphill battle with those two things. But if she, I mean, a, a, a certain piece of uh, information got out about her. Really? Just tonight. Oh, tonight. Jam Jam saying to, saying to, to, uh, Carson, that uh, Carolyn practiced fire so much that her fingers bled. Yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting too. So now, because we also know that Heidi's good at fire. You, uh, yeah, I, I forgot about that too. Last week we had a big discussion on the podcast about. Sorry, I didn't listen. I didn't not being as clear of who is actually good on fire. Like we didn't really think there was a clear cut like this person's the big fire Heidi, Heidi is the is the one that we saw in the first episode yeah and we saw is it last week or the week before a, a shot of her making fire right and now apparently Carolyn's really good mm-hmm. so that's pretty interesting but yeah we usually don't find out who's good at fire until <laughs> the final four <laughs> yeah yeah I, I sometimes we have like but usually those people don't make it to the finals mm-hmm um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. I, I think that, um, that could be setting something up, but I'm still confident and I don't want to get into predictions, I guess, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident in a certain way of where this is going still. I have a way I want it to go. It, want it to go. Okay. I, I'm really rooting for Carolyn. I really am, and I, I, my predictions will probably sway towards wanting Carolyn. <laughs> we're but but we're setting ourselves to be heartbroken. Remember, you remember when Jesse got voted out, lost last year? You that affected you. Yeah, I know, but like it was a big heartbreak. Not me. You didn't like him. I thought he was okay. Mm. I thought I I wasn't. Like completely on board with him. I you remember leading up to there, I, there was a bunch of moves that he made that I didn't think were very smart. I right. didn't like, and I didn't like how his late game started playing. 
Um, well, I thought, I mean, at the very least, the Cody move was impressive. Yeah, it was impressive. I don't think it was the right move. And then I didn't like how his final tribal. I didn't like how uh, he was at final tribal either. Oh, right. You didn't like the way he treated Cassidy. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm hoping. And it doesn't feel like when you're watching the jury on here and you see their kind of excitement towards certain things, I'm seeing a lot of excitement towards Carolyn here. I think she's got it. If she makes it to the end. <laughs> like, we know, I I said as soon as Franny went home and th- that episode, just based off of Carolyn sticking with her and everything like that, I felt like Franny, she had Franny and Matt's vote no matter what at this point. And I think that that idol move probably won over, like, the discussions at Ponderosa with, like, Brandon or any anyone like that, sure. too, of, like, okay, she knows what she's doing over mm-hmm. there. They're right. So I, I think that kind of solidified it um, because, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of the person that's going to come across to me as not self-aware at this point is probably going to be Jam Jam. Mm. What do you mean? I think that I was worried that they would, because there's going to be a lot of different stories going on, I think. Did you hear that fart? I, I did. I heard it loud and clear. I yeah. tried to get past it. <laughs> if the listeners are going to hear it, we might need to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm looking at the, the waves. There's <laughs> yeah. just one big spike. It wasn't me who farted, by the way. No. Okay. Tiny tiny Tony's running around here. <laughs> right. Oh, we returned yeah, to Yeah, Ant-Man Tony. Uh, <laughs> it was me. It was me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, there's going to be a lot of stories, and especially... More so because Jam Jam and Carson, like they said this week, had estimate underestimated her the whole time. And you could see that they realized it this episode. Um, but Jam Jam in the past has taken credit for a lot of things that maybe he shouldn't have. Or he's not as self-aware of how good Carolyn is. Too. Sure. But that's so, not self-awareness. But that is self-awareness, too, because he thinks that he's responsible for it. He's taking credit for it. Mm. And maybe he's doing that strategically and he doesn't actually believe it. But he's taking credit for a lot of things that he's not necessarily involved in. And we've seen it throughout. I think him waffling on this Carolyn vote and making Jamie and Lauren feel safe was not the right play for jury votes. That's why I'm thinking that now... I was worried that it might lean more towards Jam Jam and people might um, like what he's putting down, uh, smell what he's cooking. They might uh, like the scent of his farts. But, or scentless. Or, uh, in the, or the in scent the case of his of burps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone likes the scent of his burps. Yeah. Um, but uh, now I'm thinking, okay, every, I think everybody's like Carolyn's the person that we can trust when hearing from her like yes she has been right this whole time and i think it's going to be more a race between carolyn and carson at this point sure i mean yeah i think carson he he is the favorite right now i think likely it would it would be an uphill battle for anyone to go against carson and i and i and I just think he'll probably go home at five um, if he doesn't win immunity. Um, but, uh, yeah, Carson, Carson, I feel like, is the one everybody... Like, he's, like, the the 
outwardly strategic and like there's no caveat where it's like he's acts crazy he is cr- like blah 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 where jam jam is doing this sort of thing i i i don't necessarily agree that he's unself-aware but this is like a a spoonful of the the mike thing in season 42 mike turner when he was like telling everyone he was going to play his idol for them and or and like but also mike had that thing that jam jam does is that if you vote for him or if you betray him in any sort of way he goes go you go home and that's like on the other side of that it's not it doesn't feel great to be like hey i voted for you because you were going for me no you want to like the thing you want to hear is i voted for you because you're a threat right you don't yeah i mean so it's not it's not like the best thing to hear from someone is like someone playing for number one right and and i just think like him waffling here he he didn't garner anything from jamie because yeah. it, it it's it it wouldn't read as like him being like oh no jamie you were the one that had to go it's like no you went home because i was going with the numbers and so it's more of a win for carolyn and for carolyn that she survived the vote than it is for jam jam flip-flopping I agree with that too. Um, but let's skip. Let's go. Let's sorry. Let's go back. Not we're not skipping anything. But we go to the challenge, which is the ball challenge. Yeah, the man in a ball. That's the, the the they're both ball challenges, I guess. But the first one was like a person inside the ball. Everyone else is blindfolded. We get some comedy with uh, Carolyn. I was I was mentioning that the three people that have already won individual immunity were on a team, and the other, <laughs> other three were on a different team, doing terribly. Um, we get that Carolyn yell, yeah, that we see a lot in challenges. That we know, we love helpless Carolyn. We see her far. The first time I think during those challenges that one member is far away from the ball and not touching the thing yeah, at all yeah. <laughs> and has to fight her yeah. way back. Oh, I just want to mention we skipped the idol hunt and we, but we did talk about Lauren's confessional during the idol hunt. But it started because Heidi tried to wake up early. Yeah, um, and then Lauren did try to trick Carolyn into climbing up and getting her coconut, saying there was an idol up there. Yeah. And, and Car- Carolyn thought she was luring her for some reason, speaking of De Niro Goodfellas. Yeah. Go over there, you know, go over there, buy a bag. You know, we got some bags for you. Go go ahead. Do yeah. you think she's going to get whacked or something? Your alligator shoes are about to be sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there was that. Um, but but that, that was kind of a big... I think that probably foreshadows the uh, big hunt that's going to go on next episode. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed is that typically when you get to the point where the, whether it's a puzzle or a table maze or whatever they're doing, when you get to that point with the blindfolded people, the, the person in the ball is usually upright. But in both instances, they're like lying on their side. Like Carson's like this, like looking over and and uh, telling them to guide this way, <laughs> like with his head over his shoulder. I'm like, come on, you can get them to adjust you a bit can't you <laughs> yeah um but but uh lauren jam jam and carson easily beat them easily easily yeah. win and they go to the sanctuary for sandwiches sandwich, sandwiches chocolate iced tea and juice yeah. and you were in the washroom when they got to the sanctuary but there was thir- three uh, i assume were fijian locals waiting from the sanctuary saying welcome to the sanctuary Right. Oh, wow. I missed a lot. Yeah. And then they got their feet rubbed. 
Really? Did yeah, they, they got a foot massage. Oh, it must be nice. I don't know. I can't do a Did foot massage. Did you miss that? I, I guess I... You, you saw their feet out, and then you blacked out? Yeah, I love feet. No, uh, <laughs> um, no. I mean, if I get a foot massage, I, I, I can't get a foot massage because I'm too ticklish. Honestly, the bottom of my foot is like the most ticklish part of me. But do you think that that would affect a massage? Like it's it's a little. It might be you might like pull back a little bit. But once no, it's no. Going he, in, like he, like Mimi tries to give me foot massages sometimes, and I just I, I pull away. I can't do it. Interesting. In like my entire foot. All you all you merge boot listeners, if you see me in person, you're gonna try and take my shoes off and my socks off and yeah. tickle me. But I'm not gonna let you do it. <laughs> No, I'm gonna have my guard up every time someone tells me they're a listener now that they're gonna try and tickle my feet. Yeah, start swinging. Ask questions later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. If I do, when I get tickled, I I don't control my extremities. Okay, you might get a knee in the face. Wow, and, and you and you're to blame. <laughs> me? But no, whoever is tickling. <laughs> oh, okay. Me. I'm not. Yeah, don't tickle me because I will. My extremities will. I will lose any. Yeah, you, know, you kind of look like. Popeye's girlfriend when she's in trouble when you're getting tickled. Olive? Yeah, wobbly arms. Yeah, out. yeah. Well, no, I'd look more like Popeye because my fists clench and I try and punch. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you get really strong. Yeah. It's like me That's getting your me getting tickled is, is my spinach. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we saw the sandwiches. We saw the feet rubbing. We saw um, basically an interesting actually conversation. Of the three of them there, all talking, all agreeing in that moment of uh, saying that we should go for Carolyn. Mm -hmm. But then we get the confessional from Carson saying we just need to make Lauren feel safe about this um, and make her feel like we're voting for uh, Carolyn. But then on the other side, we get Jam Jam's confessional saying we need to take Carolyn out mm-hmm. and we're all in agreement. So they're kind of having the same conversation thinking that they're on the same page, but really on a different page. And we see it kind of play out a little bit later, but that, yeah. that was a very interesting contrast of confessionals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Jam Jam's confessionals in the end, his, his Carolyn confessionals, I guess, were a bit of fugazi. I don't know how much he was actually talking on the other side of it, but it was it seemed very directed towards Carolyn. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get it. He he seems to be the first one to think, wow, Carolyn's a threat. Like, uh, him, him realizing last week that, like, wow, Carolyn's a threat obviously did numbers for him. Like, he just, he's, he's maybe mad at himself for not noticing it, but, like, it's just, like... It's it's coming crashing down on him. It's like, oh no, she she's not going to be a zero vote finalist. She's not Nora. Yeah, she's a winner. Yeah, she's not Nora. She's Tommy. <laughs> At the very least, Dean. Hard to mix uh, those two up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, sandwiches. Uh, what were in the sandwiches? Did we know? Uh, lettuce. Tomato. I love a good sandwich. I do. I wonder if it was a deli slice I, or was it roast, I had a roasted sandwich chicken today? A tomato sandwich. Tomato. What else? Olive oil. Pepper and salt. Olive oil. Um, I did use some olive oil on the pan and did like a, almost like a grilled cheese, but just had tomatoes in there. Okay. I mean, you're a vegan, so I get it. You like tomato sandwiches? I 
to, uh, my relationship with tomatoes is that I don't mind them. I don't like them enough for what they do to my acid reflux. Tomatoes are the number one oh. cause. I like tomato sauce. I like tomato on my burger. But if I just eat a slice of tomato or a cherry tomato, oh, no, no bueno. Game over. Yeah, I can't. I one can't do tomatoes tomato in my salad. Game over. Yeah. Oh, honestly, especially wow. especially like at coming up summer, there's going to be lots of cherry tomato baskets at, at, <laughs> at fucking. People they're going to be nice and fresh. People and are going to be coming up left and right trying to share their tomato baskets. I'm like, with sorry, me. they're not a hit with me. <laughs> That's uh, fair. Yeah. Um, and then back at camp, it's Carolyn, uh, Heidi, and Jamie, and they are discussing Carson. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that was interesting. But we kind of get, we kind of get, even though Carson says in this episode that, well, I guess he's just saying it to Jam Jam. I don't know if it's true. We didn't get a confessional of him saying it, but he says to Jam Jam, you're not my number one. You're You're, the person I'm going with. So what are you thinking? Yeah. Um, And, but when we see with. He likely is saying that to Carolyn as well. Yeah, he's likely saying it to both. And we get with Carolyn um, that, yeah, she's not humoring that at all. Mm-hmm. Carson's she, not But she is. It. She's she's playing along with it. She's playing along with it much like Carson, uh, doing almost exactly what Carson's doing on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's Jam Jam that's um, yeah. being a little waffly. And it, it, it's interesting. I I don't know... I mean, the show is telling us that Jam Jam's his number one at the very least. So, do, do we believe that? Is that the is that the case? Um, I would think that Carolyn was. I would think, especially after that move, saving him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I will likely the, not see. We'll not likely like Carson will be. It'll be yeah. Carson versus Carolyn next week, not Carson versus. Jam. Jam Jam. I don't think Carolyn's winning individual immunity. I was thinking that Carolyn was going to win individual immunity Based off this how week. the episode was going, yeah. Because they were talking about her so much, I was just like, oh, she's just going to thwart their plan. But instead, comp beast Lauren does it again. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so they get back from the sanctuary, and uh, they ask if they had rights, and they said, not yet, but we want Carolyn to burp in my face. <laughs> or Carolyn wants Jam Jam. To oh right, sorry. Carolyn wants Jam Jam to burp in her face. Or just said, "Can somebody burp in my face?" Oh, the thought of that is disgusting to me. I can't. I don't want anyone to burp in my face. Uh, my brother used to do that to me when I was a kid, and it would gross me out so much. Um, and I, I personally don't like burping, and the taste of food comes up. That grosses me. It makes me want to throw up. So I want I want to be over with my food. Yeah, you don't want to smell somebody else's too. Definitely not. I hate when I smell a burp because a bur- smelling a burp is almost worse than smelling a fart. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. At least a fart is kind of funny because it comes out of your butt. Um yeah. There's something a little bit funny about it. Yeah, and but also like a fart smells like a fart. Yeah, or shit. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it like doesn't smell like a, a, a like a, a partially digested food. Yeah. So that like if if I smell a burger on someone's breath, it's gonna make me not want a burger. Yeah. Because I've it's half bile by the po- time I smell it. Um. 
here's for me to get a little bit crass for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was on a date once mm-hmm. where I think she just ate ketchup and fries. And then we made out. Mm. And all I could taste and smell was ketchup. Maybe it was just ketchup. I I didn't look close enough. She might have just been having scoops of... She might have been sucking ketchup off mm-hmm. the fries and not eating any of them. Yeah. But that really grossed me out. Are you a ketchup guy? No, I'm not. I hate the smell of ketchup. Mm. I, I don't mind the like ketchup and fries. Like I don't mind it. I don't know that I've tasted food when I was making it with someone. I've definitely tasted cigarettes, though. And now you can't possibly look to eat another cigarette no, after that. Never ta- yeah. <laughs> well, cigarettes have this thing of like they're different. They're uh, the taste of them is a bit like this. Also, sounds crass, but like they smell like the way that a cigarette smell in someone's breath tastes like the way cigarettes in like a car smell. Right, yeah, it's like the leftover, like yeah. kind of like stuck to the yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like mm-hmm. the second, it's the secondhand smoke effect. Yes, basically, it's different than a fresh, a fresh kind of uh, ciggy. I guess we are. <laughs> this is not. This is what the fuck. What do we? We talked about so help me Todd and about my father. <laughs> Every time we're, I bet the, I bet the listeners don't like when we're across from each other. <laughs> the least survivor focused episodes. Jeremy and I didn't go off topic at all yesterday or last week. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. What did we talk about two weeks ago? We were we went off on tangents as well. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, we get um, we get that we get the burp gate, which they spent. More time on. Usually that would be a secret scene. Yeah, we got a couple confessions. Yeah, exactly. We got what everybody, we actually got what everybody was thinking about that burp. <laughs> I know more about how people fought, felt yeah. about that burp than the vote we saw today. Yeah, it was like a, the, the Pruder film. Like, yeah, it was like, um, uh, yeah. And, but that's the thing with Carolyn, like, just like, she's like, uh, moments like this just happen with her all the time. And like her relationship with Jam Jam is so rich. It would be amazing to see them at the end together. Yeah. And I mean, we're getting close to predictions here. Yeah. But, but let's go to the challenge. They're holding ropes with the balls. Every five minutes they have to move backwards, but most of them fall off in the first five minutes. Yeah. And we see another, uh, Lauren immunity win. Mm -hmm. Is Uh, Lauren versus Heidi at the end? Yeah. And last week it was Jam Jam versus Heidi. Yeah, Heidi's. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Heidi gets one next week. Well, we saw last week too. A lot of, like Heidi's lifting some big weights at the gym. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Good at fire. In she that was practicing practice. fire she in that thing. Fire in that. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe Heidi. I don't think Heidi's going to win, but maybe Heidi is the challenge beast next week. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Heidi might be the one that they go after next week, too. Um, I, doubtful. I don't know. You don't want to go against her in fire. Well, I, I think I think people keep her around so that they can put her on fire against the threat. Right. I, I'm, I'm seeing this thing a little bit differently towards the end. And we talked about the vote a lot um, 
is there more you want to go over with the vote? Because we talked about it a lot at the start. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I think Carson Carson being open to the thought of Carolyn is an interesting thing. Um, and and Jam Jam being like, what way you want to go? And he's like, I'm thinking Jamie. You know? Yeah. My Ooh. my head saying Jamie is. What yeah. He, yeah. Because. Jam Jam was like, oh, well, follow what you have to do. And he's like, that's what I and, feel. And, and I think it's just like the fact that Heidi was probably pretty strong on staying with Carolyn. St- yeah, and like likely Jam Jam went up with her and was like, okay, I'm not going to blindside you. Which way do you actually want to go? And Heidi was like, that means he's going to blindside me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This idol. <laughs> he didn't actually do that, but like, not on screen at least. But that's likely what happened. Her being like, no, I'm strong on Jamie. I'm going on Jamie. Then him being like, okay, so it would be 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. So I'm going to go. I mean, you don't need to see Jamie go home here, but... I see where Carson is coming from wanting to keep a threat around. If if Carolyn is a threat, then keep the threat around. Well, also, if if you have Jam Jam coming up to you and being like, I got Jamie and Lauren on board, we're, we're good to vote out Carolyn, then in my mind, I'd be like, okay, so Jam Jam's closer to them than I am. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. We need to keep Carolyn. Yeah. Because she talks to me. I mean, they did all this stuff so that the that Tika would be strong and have the numbers for once. They last week there was a lot of talk about oh they're finally in the majority, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, like they want, or was it this week they were saying that this week they were trying to get into the majority? Yeah. Oh, last week they were in the, the oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. They wanted the numbers and three. It was three 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 two two last week. Yeah. Now it's three two one, and now it's three one one. Yeah. So, if you're battling for the numbers, then stick it out. Get there, you know. And then you get to the end, and you know you can start maneuvering start a little maneuvering. bit now because Lauren and Heidi are going to be against the wall and don't have anyone else to mm-hmm. kind and of. And like, go with. I don't. I think that Carson will be enemy number one at, at final five. But Carson at least has Carolyn there to put to put votes on. He also has Jam Jam there, you know, like Yeah. I think um I th- I think we should start going into predictions here. Because we may go long on predictions. We may go long. There's a lot to talk about here. Pop of the episode is Jam Jam though. He got a lot of confession. That this was such a Jam Jam centric episode that I felt like it was going to turn around on him at some point. Well, I, like, that's what I thought. I thought the girls were going to get smart. Yeah. Which would have been smart. Yeah. But but, uh, but it likely has to do with Heidi not wanting to work. But I also think work with Jamie and Lauren. But I also just think that Jamie and Lauren aren't smart enough players. Yeah. Not savvy enough. Not savvy enough. Um. Yeah. I, I think uh, Jam Jam has to be the pop of the episode. I mean, Carolyn... You could make a case for every episode, um, but I, th- I think we'll it needs to, it, it, the pop of the episode needs to be who other than Carolyn. Yeah, but I'll say this: last season, when Jesse was the pop of most episodes, and then in the final like episode, he was like barely getting any time. I should have been like, oh yeah, he's going home. <laughs> They're giving us lots of Gabler right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway. To the predictions, mm-hmm. 
I think that Tika is going to remain all three of them in the finals. I think that this is a little bit of swerving of of dissension, mm-hmm. but I honestly think that the finals will be Jam Jam Carson and Carolyn. I'm feeling confident about that. I think that throughout this season, we've had some teases of it. We had that confessional from Kane saying that we're going to be the tribe that makes it to the final three because we stuck together. That never happens. And I think that was a tease for Tika to do it. And I think we've had a few other teases throughout the season. So I'm still sticking strong with this. I think that even though Carolyn said Carson, she knows she has to take Carson out. I don't think she does it in the moment. And I don't think that that's going to affect her game because I'm still feeling like Carolyn's going to win. I'd maybe believe you if we didn't get all this shit from Jam Jam this week. I th- I think that they're going to stick together. I really do. And uh, maybe Jam Jam might not be able to even get anything going. All right, then tell me tell me how <laughs> Final 5 and Final 4 goes in this way. Final 5 and Final 4? Well, I think that Heidi has to go next. Heidi. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't see why they would do that. Maybe Lauren. Because if you're yeah, well obviously Lauren would do it, but if you're also Carson, if you're Carolyn, if you're Jam Jam, then are you going to bank on Heidi or like you winning the final immunity and not getting put against Heidi? Cuz if you're Carson and you think you're number 1 threat, you don't want to be up against uh, Heidi and Fire. And she's the best at fire. Yeah. So Okay, I see that. So I think that it's too risky to keep Heidi for that reason. I think that Lauren... I think Carson wants Jam Jam and Carolyn out at this point. I don't think he does. Okay. I think he's willing to go with all three of them. Okay. And I think that Carolyn's willing to go with all three of them. Uh-huh. And I don't think Jam Jam is, but he might not have anything to say about it. Okay. So maybe Lauren goes out and then... Maybe Carolyn takes out Heidi and fire. That's what I would predict. Because maybe they they try to do something like that. Two best fire people. Carolyn beats Heidi and fire. I just feel like because Heidi's probably going to stick with Carolyn, so maybe that makes a little more sense. Um, but I just feel like the, th- the three of them are going to find a way to get there. Okay. And I, I think that we've got enough teases about it. And I don't know. I, I feel like we're going to get what we want. We're going to get the final tribal that we want. Okay. And then who wins? I think Carolyn wins. Against Carson? Yeah. Okay. I think that Carolyn wins against Carson. I think that her playing the idol for him showed a little bit of power over him. Mm-hmm. And I think that Matt and Franny are going to be the kind of soldiers for Carolyn in that house. Poetry-wise, that would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. But I will say, Survivor is not always poetic. Sometimes yeah. things happen in a weird way. You know, people make it to the end, and it doesn't make sense. Sometimes Gabler wins. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not, you know, Christian didn't make it to the finale you know things like this where it's just like everything makes sense going up to it and then it just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. you know i would love to see what you're predicting Mm -hmm. and i 
I I think we're getting like a. It's likely to me that two of them are going to be in the final so three together, but I don't yeah. think that Carson's making it. Wow, you think it's Jam Jam Carolyn and Heidi? I think it's going to be Jam Jam Carolyn and Lauren at the end. Interesting. I think that there it's going to be a pretty easy vote for five. Maybe there's an idol found, mm-hmm. but I think that it's likely that Carson goes home in final five. Mm-hmm. They put Heidi up against Carolyn, and what I want to happen is that Carolyn beats Heidi. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Carolyn wins in the final three against Lauren and Jam Jam. Yeah, I don't even think she needs fire. I Can you imagine? She doesn't need it, no. but she does need to do it. She will be sent there if she's in final four, I think. Yeah. So... I mean, Lauren has the chance of a perfect game. She's the only one with a chance of a perfect game. She almost got a vote last week, but didn't get it. She hasn't got a single vote right. against her this uh, season. And she just doesn't have the resume, though. Yeah, but perfect game. People might just uh, want to see a perfect game on that jury. Yeah, she would get a vote from Jamie, likely. Yep. Um, but, okay, Let me let me try and figure out what you, how it would look for you. Okay. Carson wins immunity, final five. They send Lauren home. Because... What if Carolyn wins immunity, final five? Because I, I just don't think it's going to happen. But I, let, let me just... I'm trying to figure out yours. Yeah. In, my, in my opinion, okay? Yeah. And maybe Lauren and Jam Jam trying to get something away for, towards Carolyn, but Heidi is strong on this... <laughs> Lauren voted for me. She's going, right? So they, they, Carolyn and Carson jump on that. They vote out Lauren. And then Carson wins Final Four again. This is the only way it happens. Because otherwise, if anyone else, if, if Lauren, if, if Heidi or Jam Jam win, they're sending Carson and Carolyn. Yeah. The only way it happens is, is that if uh, Carson wins Final Four. Or Carolyn. Yeah, but she's not going to. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't see it happening. Maybe, yes. Carson or Carolyn, and then somebody needs to beat Heidi in fire. Basically, they send Heidi to fire because they know she's good at fire, and then yeah. she gets, she loses. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, you could. I, I think, but at that point, Carson does have the resume of winning those challenges. It's tricky for the three of them to make it to the end. And I know that it's um, poetic, that it would feel right, it would make us all feel good, and maybe that's why I'm saying it, but I'm also saying it because of just editor foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. I feel like the editors have been foreshadowing this to me. Am I wrong? Yes. I could be. I, the, the that Kane thing was was a stretch. I will say. I don't know. I, re- I really i I picked it up in that moment. I spoke it on the podcast in that moment. <laughs> you that did? No, I, you weren't on that episode. I did. I, oh, okay. I did. Okay. Yeah, I re- I remember. I uh, I spoke about it. Uh-huh. Um, if I wasn't on, it, then I kept it in line for the next week. But I have brought it up before mm-hmm. that. Tika's making a final three. Tika mm-hmm. final three. Tika okay. final three. Okay. And I just feel like they're foreshadowing it, and I don't know. I have to go off that. I don't know why they would do it otherwise, and maybe I'm just got my tinfoil hat on and hoping for the best. 
I'm not. I, listen, I'm not being like you're a fucking idiot. It's like it's it's not it's not likely to me in my mind, but it I can see it happening. I'm not. I, I, if if it happens, I won't be like oh, Cody has once again won our our predictions competition. Competition. I'll be excited, and I would be like, okay, cool. But you know, mm-hmm. I just don't see it happening. It, it's right. just a, it, 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 that's a the Herculean effort that it needs to happen for that to happen. Here's what I think will happen, and here's my 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 prediction in order, which I like to do before the finale every year. Heidi wins final five. Mm-hmm. They send out Carson. Heidi realizes it's time. Lauren thinks it's got to go. Carolyn even is like, yeah, Carson's got to go. They all vote for Carson. Easy. Out. Then Jam Jam wins final four. Either Jam Jam or Lauren. I'll say right now Jam Jam just because it might. Because here's... I'll, I'll give, send some caveat to that. Mm-hmm. Lately, the person who wins the Final Four challenge has not been popular. Yeah. Um, at the end, Xander and See, Cassidy. Are you, are you predicting a Jam Jam, Heidi, Lauren? No, I'm predicting a, a Jam Car- Jam, Lauren... Carolyn. Carolyn. Jam Jam sends Heidi. Did you just... No, that's my... My headphones were fucking up. And they are again. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not affecting the recording. You I, it's affecting going. me. I like... I, it disorients me. Yeah, like the movie Equilibrium. Yeah, I need some Equilibrium. Um, anyway, so Jam Jam sends Heidi to fire with Carolyn. And, you know, what I want to happen, I feel like I've already said this, is for Carolyn to beat Heidi. Carolyn beats Heidi. What would be the very heartbreaking thing is if Carolyn loses. We see a a Jesse-style thing, like last last season. Yeah. It would be heartbreaking, and we'd, we'd likely be a very sad podcast at the end of the night. I, I think that we have a uh, I think that we have a really good winner um, this uh, season. So I think it's either Carson or Carolyn um, or Jam Jam. I don't think that Jeff would be as excited about Jam Jam. I feel like we've we've heard a lot. They have a good relationship. We've heard a lot about how Jeff seems really excited. All of the preseason, he seemed really excited. This is Jeff is in high spirits about this one. He is yes. So I'm thinking it's to me it has to be Carolyn. It could be Carson. He'd be pretty high spirits about that. He seems that. to like Jam Jam though. He does like Jam Jam, but I think that Jam Jam hasn't been painted by the edit in the best light. I think we've seen Jam Jam yeah, ma- no, you're right made about a fool that. of yeah. quite a bit. Not made a fool of, but we don't we don't it's not always peachy with him. Yeah. And we've been seeing more so Carson and Carolyn more so in the Carolyn especially in the best light. Carolyn, she's got a lot of winner quotes to put in that fucking montage at the end. Oh yeah, and she's always. But so did Jesse. Yeah, even when she wasn't in on the vote, she wasn't in on the vote once, and in that moment, it felt like everybody around her made the mistake, not her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I don't know. I I'm predicting a Carolyn win. I'm predicting. I think that even if Heidi wins final five, Lauren goes home. 
I think if Heidi wins Final Five immunity, Lauren's gone. Okay. I don't think... I just there's all this talk about Carolyn and Carson. You don't think anything's going their way? I, I think that that's to make us feel some conflict going into this because we can't be like, Tika's making it to Final Three for sure. There's such a strong unit. We need to see a little bit of that just for the sake of drama, of the edits and everything like that to be like, oh, they're not going to make it. Are they going to make it? And then we see them make it and it feels that much better instead of them being like, nope, we're Final Three for sure. Mm. Okay. That you need the drama. Yeah. So... That is what I am feeling. And mm-hmm. let me know how you're feeling about this, because there was some more big news last week, more mm. so than uh, Danny and his De Niro impression. There was the you news. Talking 90 minutes to me. That 90 minutes. Yeah. Survivor. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Next season. I've been wanting that for years. It's uh, the, I'm very excited about that. We get more content. Yes. Did you talk about this last week? We did. We did take, uh, talk about it a little bit last week. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Um, yeah, 90 minutes. We'll get more uh, downtime, I suppose. It, uh, will this fix the 29 days of not feeling like there's a lot of... Uh, likely. Extra, likely. Y- you think that this I mean, is do we know thing? that it's, that it's still 29 days? 26 days? I guess we don't know that. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. We do know that there was a little bit of cast leaks going on here. Bruce is back. Bruce is back. We've got someone from Coquitlam, BC, little yeah. Canadian. I saw that, yeah. Bruce, you know who my number one draft pick will be next season? Yeah. Bruce. Yeah, we, we've gotten a couple. Now we'll, at, at the start of 45, we'll... we'll, we'll We'll know Bruce a little bit more from some more more preseason content. Yeah, Bruce, uh, I hope he has like a big Fred Flintstone-style bandage around his head still. I'm hoping that, <laughs> yeah, he, they send him in with a helmet for that first challenge. <laughs> yeah, same, same challenge. Yeah. And the whole edit of it is, don't do it again, Bruce. Yeah, try your best. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited that he's, uh, he's going to be back. That we get to see a little bit of Bruce. Well, the thing for me is, like, watching this season, do I feel like Bruce is going to do anything spectacular next season? No, I don't feel that way. Um, and maybe Bruce will prove me wrong. Wouldn't it be great if he won? <laughs> it would be incredible if Bruce won. If it's everyone on the season for some reason saw this last season and are huge fans of Bruce, so mm. they frog march him like uh, Boston Rob. Oh, he's not going home in the pre-merge. <laughs> People will feel too bad. <laughs> Seriously, they're going to let yeah. him go. Yeah, he's got legs. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's got legs, yeah. Um, I, I, that's He'll it. definitely be a juicy draft pick. In the, in the, there will be no switching him out last minute. Well, it wasn't last minute that I switched him out. It was right after it the was, draft. It was right after we drafted. What, 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 who did you switch him for again? Franny. Franny was undrafted. Oh, well, la-dee-da. But Jamie would have been better. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Jamie, um, and a little bit of a farewell to Jamie. Uh, she ate bugs. Uh, she didn't, she but, uh, plants. but that was not the grossest thing that happened on Survivor this year. The burp was. The burp. The yes. burp the burp out did And also mentioning that looking for an idol was much like digging through your son's shit for a lost tooth. <laughs> yeah, that was 
something else too. But Jamie, um, for as far for as much as we've been doing the fantasy pool for this, and I know you don't like talking about fantasy, maybe people don't like hearing about it, but I will say a little interesting factoid: Jamie is has done the best points wise of any undrafted person. Yeah. that has ever been a, a part of our uh, pools. Usually we're pretty good, and the undrafted person ends up getting out first. Mm. But this time, Jamie really took it far and got over, ended with over 100 points. Good for Jamie. Good for Jamie. We're sorry that we underestimated you. So that's our big applause to Jamie. Um, congrats, Jamie. Uh, you missed last week, uh, Joel. I had praise for Jamie. I thought that she would win that water challenge because she's a yoga instructor, does meditation, but really um, fumbled that one too. Yeah, that that actually made me emotional when Jam Jam won that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you're behind Jam Jam. You're. I like Jam Jam. I like Jam Jam. I don't know. I, I. Of the three um, Tikas, I don't think he'll win. But if he's there with Heidi and uh, Lauren at the end, he'll win. I think if he's there at the end with Heidi and Lauren, uh, that's best case scenario for Lauren. But I still don't think it's a good one. No, I uh, know. I don't. <laughs> I don't think Lauren and Heidi have any shot. You don't think they have a shot of making it to the final three? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think they do. I don't think they do, Joel. And let us know what you think. Here, let me pull up the Instagram. I think we had a message or two. Sounds good. Uh, while Joel's doing that, you can also Instagram us or tweet at us or whatever. We have the links to those in the bio of this episode, as well as go to the thesonarnetwork.com. You can see full profiles on Joel and I with direct links to our social media on so we, there. we got a message from a fan. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see what I just posted about Bitcoin mining shit? <laughs> yeah, good fan message. What the hell? No, I didn't see. Does she want me to go? You can invest your... Why am I even? <laughs> that's not a fan. No, it's not. <laughs> that's, a, that's spam, Joel. Yeah, we, uh, that was disappointing. <laughs> we don't have any other message. <laughs> just... Don't let this happen next week, listeners. <laughs> Message us on Instagram. Don't be shy. What's your prediction? Let us know who's winning. Who's the final three? Can Tika make it? Is Joel wrong? Am I wrong? Mm. Hey, and uh, yeah, is Lauren going to win? Um, <laughs> it was Lauren the pop of the week this week? Oh, and also we got a uh, we got a negative review on Apple Podcasts. Um, this is the same one that I brought up to you before. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hadn't talked about it on the podcast yet. So one star, mm-hmm. awful, they say. <laughs> one star, awful. And this is coming after. And it was in between last week and the week before, so it was when we were on a tangent about whatever. What were what were we on? No, t- it was before that. It was before that. It, it, it's an older Oh, it's an yeah, older one? Yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah. what it was about. Uh, they probably got turned around by other tangents. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know maybe it's about me and Chris talking about Pinocchio. You think so? Maybe. Or maybe it's about me and uh, Callum talking about, uh, uh, paper towns. 
<laughs> I <laughs> that that could have done it. Paper towns could have sealed the deal. Or maybe it's Chairgate. It, they didn't like that wobbly chair discussion. Yeah, that was when they thought it was awful. They were yeah, like, "Oh, the, the chair." Yeah, get some better chairs in studio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it, yeah. If you think this podcast is awful, don't give us five stars and don't Wait, write a one star. No, give us five stars. If you give think it's awful, give us five stars anyway. Yeah, because you feel bad. Yeah, and uh, instead of awful, write awesome. Yeah, or give us five stars and then say awful. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That way we'll get really confused. What possesses by it. someone to write a one star review in Apple Podcasts? Well, I'll tell you this, Joel, is that that person will be eating their words when they see the photo shoot that we recently did with yes. Sonar, and you'll get to see some nice promo pics of Joel and I. Yeah. In in the in, in the buff in the buff yeah not, not in buffs not we're not in buffs we're in the buff yeah <laughs> hogs out yeah um yeah anyway thank you for listening everybody you can listen on Spotify Apple Podcasts Stitcher um <laughs> well they know where they can listen because if they're hearing this they're listening from there now SoundCloud Omegle <laughs> uh you yeah. can chat roulette us can if I, you dare. get us on chat roulette. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, thanks for listening on whatever podcast thing you are, but give us a star, give us five stars, rate us, and review us. Give us more than one star. Give us more than one star. Just, I, I mean, we got in a bad review, and it doesn't feel good. And we, you know what would feel good? Five-star reviews. That would feel, that would make you feel better? Yeah. Was, if you haven't, and, you, and you're one of our many listeners, we have so many. Why don't we have more five-star reviews? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Joel. I, what, I, here's the here's how we get them. Mm-hmm. Everybody that rates us five stars, put your email address in there, and Joel will e-transfer you twenty dollars. No, <laughs> no, I will not do that. I will e-transfer you fifty dollars. Holy <laughs> shit! No, but here's an idea. Uh, maybe you want to put a suggestion of a top five you want us to do in the in the postseason. Yeah, we'll be doing bringing back a lot of uh, top lists. Yeah, uh, a lot of snake drafts. Going we will on. finally do the big survivor quiz of the year. Yep, we uh, will have that again. It'll all be coming back. But before then is the finale next week. Hell yeah! I'm pissing and shitting myself. Excited. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.